Friends, welcome to this episode of Leadosophy. You're here with an open mind because that is the rule and you fill in the blank. I'll fill it in for you. It's the rule, not the exception. Thanks for listening today, wherever you may be. Thanks for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, I appreciate it. I am grateful. Today's episode, not a long one, but it should leave you in deep thought at the end. Hopefully, that's the goal. Hope you enjoy this episode. Here we go. Are you ready to permanently fuse leadership and philosophy? Then a word of caution, you are about to enter the fully abstract yet wholly concrete realm of leadosophy. Our ideas are not always so clear and distinct. To validate this proposition, we welcome the host of Leadosophy, Tim Wood. Hi, friends. Welcome back. Here's the scenario. You're sitting in your office at your place of business, whatever your organization is, organization X, we shall call it. You're sitting in your office, checking your emails, doing some of those mindless tasks that we have to do as leaders and as followers, managers, whatever it may be. And one of your coworkers comes in. She holds a similar leadership position to you. Has roughly the same amount of people under her purview. And you both have been in a leadership role for for about a year or so, just over a year. So after some small talk, she broaches the subject of, of leadership. She explains that lately she feels like her leadership has been subpar. The key word is, is feels. She feels like her leadership has been subpar. She provides a few reasons why she feels that way. She's had some negative, negative interactions with her teammates. She has a couple projects that she can't seem to get her team to buy into. She's struggling with that. And her boss asked her the other day, maybe coincidentally, if she'd consider attending a formal leadership workshop. And she immediately connected that with her recent thoughts of feeling inadequate as a leader. So you've been watching Leadosophy for a month or so leading into this conversation. And you didn't know this conversation was coming. This was just kind of a spur of the moment thing. So part of your what you've taken away from Leadosophy, because everyone takes their own things away, their nuggets from Leadosophy. You know the good questions and suspending your judgments are part and parcel to the spirit of meaningful dialogue. Meaningful dialogue, that, uh, that deep back and forth, not just the superficial back and forth, but that deep back and forth conversation you have with someone. So you have an open mind. And immediately you refuse to agree or disagree with her, with her self-assessment. And you also know that you can use this opportunity to deepen your own understanding of leadership. You guys can learn together. You can co-create some new knowledge, maybe some new understanding of what leadership means to each of you if this conversation progresses. So anyways, you've been listening intently and you know that she's made some assumptions in her initial self-assessment, you've been watching Leadosophy and you like assumptions now. You're very drawn to picking out assumptions in conversations and unpacking those assumptions. Maybe not unpacking them, just at a minimum picking them out and saying, hey, this person's making an assumption here. Is it correct? Is it faulty? Or I'm making an assumption. Is it correct or is it faulty? But given time, you and, and this person you're having this conversation with your coworker, you both could unpack some of her assumptions. One of her first assumptions 
in the conversation thus far is that she equates negative interactions with her teammates as an indication of her leadership effectiveness. And you wonder where this idea came from. Her idea or concept of leadership effectiveness is determined by who? Her followers, the organization, her boss. We've had this conversation before in other episodes. What does she think about those questions? Where does she, or how does she gauge her own effectiveness? And how deep does she go into that? She also has some idea or concept of subpar leadership. Again, she is providing a self-assessment. She is saying to you that her leadership is subpar. What does that mean? You know that everyone has a different concept of leadership in general. So this conversation might be a little more complex than you or her realize, or maybe not. Who knows? I don't know. Above all else, you also realize that she made some assumptions about her boss asking her to take part in that formal leadership workshop. And her assumptions about that may be faulty as well. Her boss could have the same leadership workshop available to all leaders and managers in the organization. Maybe all managers have to attend a formal leadership workshop within one year of holding a management position. Or maybe there's something else behind her boss asking her to attend a formal leadership workshop. But the recency of all these different experiences and feelings she's had, she's having of inadequacy she immediately takes that, what her boss says, and she thinks or assumes that her boss maybe thinks her leadership is, is subpar or inadequate. So the conversation continues, and then there's a long pause. You get the feeling that she's going to shift the spotlight onto you. She wants some sort of feedback. Maybe she wants you to assess her leadership thus far. Have you heard anyone say that she's not a good leader? Whatever it may be, but she asks you nothing of the sort. None of those topics come up. She doesn't ask you about what others are saying, about the rumors, whatever going around. She asks you a seemingly, seemingly simple question. Do you know how to lead? She lets, that, she lets you ponder, stew on that for a few seconds. She assumes that you do know how to lead. That's why she's talking to you. And she thinks that you'll say yes. You'll answer that question with a yes. Yes, I know how to lead. But then she follows up with a bombshell question. She asks, how do you know that you know how to lead? So my question to you, the audience, how do you put that into words? When posed with the question, how do you know that you know how to lead? How do you put that into words? Can you provide a reasoned response? Can you rearticulate your answer if it's to the affirmative? And lastly, what assumptions about your concept of leadership might you unearth or unravel? I'll leave you with that. Remember, leadosophy is about using the tools of philosophical thought to deepen our understanding of leadership and of life. Check those assumptions. We'll see you next time. Thanks for watching and listening to another episode of Leadosophy. If you liked what you heard today, hit that subscribe button and check out leadosophy.com and learn more about Tim's ideas on philosophy and leadership. We'll see you next time.